0: The Twenty-Sixth Day of the Month I am the Lord your God. Sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am holy. Leviticus 11, verse 44 As He who called you is holy, be holy yourselves in all your conduct. 1 Peter 1, verse 15 Today we consider what it means to say that the Church is holy. There is much misunderstanding about the meaning of the term holy. Too many seem to think it is merely entirely good, without flaw. That may serve us well when speaking of a holy God, but a perfect church? Hardly. At root, holiness instead has to do with being set apart, indeed with being different. In the commandments, when God called for one day a week to be holy, God meant that this day was to be set aside as different from the other six, distinctive in its practices so also the Hebrew people were to exhibit holiness by refusing to bow down to the idols worshipped by all the neighboring nations. Similarly, the Church is called to live out in the world ways of being and doing that are alternatives to accustomed standards and customs. This means that, far from being embarrassed when its ideals are at odds with accepted ways, the Christian community should revel in what it distinctively has to offer to the world. When the lives of people are being ruined by oppression and the church protest, we are exemplifying holiness. When greed goes unchecked, even applauded, and Christian people cry out, enough, we should rejoice that we are fulfilling our calling to be different for the sake of what is right. How willing are we to be considered out of step with society in order to be holy? Who wants to be labeled as odd, after all? we are called to be a holy church, not a club that panders to whatever is currently popular. Opening prayer. Oh God, our help and our hope, holy is your name unlike every other name we know. Holy are your ways beyond the reach of earthly imperfection. Holy are your people called by you to show the world a new way, a new hope. Calls us to be what you call us to be through Jesus Christ who died for being different. Amen. Psalm 84, verses 8 through 12. God of the angel armies, listen. O God of Jacob, open your ears. I'm praying. Look at our shields glistening in the sun, our faces shining with gracious anointing. One day spend in your house this beautiful place of worship, beats thousands spent on Greek island beaches. I'd rather scrub floors in the house of my God than be honored as a guest in the palace of sin. All sunshine and sovereign is God, generous in gifts and glory. He doesn't scrimp with his traveling companions. It's smooth sailing all the way with God of the angel armies. From the book of Numbers, chapter 16, verses 1 through 19. Now Korah, the son of Izar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, with Dathan and Abram, the sons of Eliab, on the son of Peleth, sons of Reuben, took action, and they rose up before Moses, together with some of the sons of Israel, 250 leaders of the congregation, chosen in the assembly, men of renown. They assembled together against Moses and Aaron, and they said to them, You've gone too far enough. For all the congregation are holy, every one of them, and the Lord is in their midst. So why do you exalt yourselves above the assembly of the Lord? When Moses heard this, he fell on his face, and he spoke to Korah and all the company, saying, "'Tomorrow morning the Lord will show who is his, and who is holy, and who will bring him near to himself, even the one whom he will choose he will bring near to himself.'" Do this. Take censers for yourself, Korah, and all your company, and put fire in them, and lay incense upon them in the presence of the Lord tomorrow, and the man whom the Lord chooses shall be the one who is holy. You have gone far enough, you sons of Levi. Then Moses said to Korah, Hear now, you sons of Levi, is it not enough that the God of Israel has separated you from the rest of the congregation of Israel, to bring you near to himself, to do the service of the tabernacle of the Lord? And to stand before the congregation to minister to them, and that he has brought you near, Korah, and all your brothers, sons of Levi, with you. And are you seeking for the priesthood also? Therefore you and all your company are gathered together against the Lord. For as for Aaron, who is he that you grumble against him? Then Moses sent a summons to Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab. And they said, We will not come up. It is not enough that you have brought us up out of a land flowing with milk and honey to have us die in the wilderness. But you had also lorded over us. Indeed, you have not brought us into a land flowing with milk and honey, nor have you given us an inheritance of field and vineyards. Would you put out the eyes of these men? We will not come up. Then Moses became very angry and said to the Lord, Do not regard their offering. I have not taken a single donkey from them, nor have I done to them any harm, any to them. Moses said to Korah, You and all your company be present before the Lord tomorrow, both you and they along with Aaron. Each of you take his firepan and put incense on it, and each of you bring a censer before the Lord. Two hundred and fifty firepans. Also, you and Aaron shall each bring his firepan. So they each took his own censer and put fire in it and laid incense on it, and they stood at the doorway of the tent of meeting with Moses and Aaron. Thus Korah assembled all the congregation against them at the doorway of the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord appeared to all the congregation. From the book of Romans, chapter 3, verses 21 through 31. But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, through faith in Jesus Christ, for all those who believe, for there is no distinction, for all have sin and fall short of the glory of God, being justified as a gift by His grace, through the redemption which is in Christ Jesus, whom God displayed publicly, as a propitiation in His blood through faith. This was to demonstrate his righteousness, because in the forbearance of God he passed over the sins previously committed, for the demonstration, I say, of his righteousness at the present time, so that he would be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Where then is boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? Of works. No, but by the law of faith. For we maintain that a man is justified by faith apart from works of the law, or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles also? Yes, of Gentiles also, since indeed God, who will justify the circumcised by faith and the circumcised through faith, is one. Do we then nullify the law through faith? May it never be. On the contrary, we establish the law. From the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 19, verses 13 through 22. Then some children were brought to him so that he might lay his hands on them and pray, and the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Let the children come alone, and do not hinder them from coming to me, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. After laying his hands on them, he departed from there. And someone came to him and said, Teacher, what good thing shall I do that I may obtain eternal life? And he said to him, Why are you asking me about what is good? There is only one who is good. But if you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. Then he said to him, Which ones? And Jesus said, You shall not commit murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness, honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, All these things I've kept. What am I still lacking? Jesus said to him, If you wish to be complete, go and sell your possessions and give to the poor and you will have a treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. But when the young man heard this statement, he went away grieving, for he was one who owned much property. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Monday's Prayer Remember, O Lord, all for whom we prayed while gathered yesterday in public worship. Teach us how best we may serve them with deeds of love and kindness. Forgive us for any whom we neglected in prayer. Help us to open our hearts to the needs of all. Grant that what you taught us to do we may both ponder and perform. We bless you for the signs of your love revealed in bread and cup. By these gifts, grant us not only hope until we gather at the heavenly banquet, but also graciousness that we may share with others among us, the fruits of this earth. If anyone made a profession of faith, baptism, confirmation, or reaffirmation, please lift up their name at this time. Make firm and steadfast the faith of those who yesterday made covenant promises in the midst of the congregation, that they may be worthy disciples, remind us continuously to keep the promises we have made to them as sisters and brothers in Christ Jesus. Bind into one company of hope and one community of service all that you have made and redeemed by the sacrificial life and death of Jesus, our risen Lord. Amen. The 2B Prayer. O Lord, I ain't what I ought to be, and I ain't what I want to be, and I ain't what I'm going to be, but, O Lord, I thank you that I ain't what I used to be. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, current ecumenical text. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done